welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampi. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. What an exciting day here at the podcast and in Bachelor Nation as a whole. It is Charity Lawson's season, season 20 of The Bachelorette, and after suffering a devastating heartbreak last season on The Bachelor with Zachary Shellcross, now it's it's her time for, for a do-over. Try to find the one. Are you excited, Christy? I'm always excited for a Bachelor or Bachelorette premiere. Let me ask you this, because it was a burning question in my mind as I watched this episode, because they were making a pretty big deal of it being the 20th season. They had all these really wonderful segments from previous Bachelorettes just congratulating her. They did. Which I was so... So happy to see, you know, I love little things like that. But my question is, is it really the 20th anniversary? Because it's the 20th season, but haven't they had two Bachelorette seasons in one season? Like, am I am I crazy to think that? Didn't they do Katie... And Michelle in the same year, different Bachelorette seasons, but wasn't that the same year? It was the same year. So I think it's more like the, I was going to say the 20th year, maybe. I'm trying to see when was Trista Sutter the Bachelorette because she was the first one. I was, I was just curious about that because... Obviously, yeah, it is the 20th season, but when we're talking about anniversaries, at least in my mind, that's typically a year-based thing. So I don't know if I was the only one thinking that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think this is probably just the 20th season is what they're going by. Even Uh, though, like, um, Gabby and Rachel were a combo, but they, I think that still counts as, like, one season. Right. I was, I was counting that. Uh, that is one season myself. I just, since Katie Thurston's season was a completely separate season from Michelle's season. Yeah, that still counts as two, even though it was in the same calendar year. Well, in the grand scheme of things, none of this matters, but it was something that kept popping into my brain like, wait, is it really truly the 20th anniversary in the sense that people typically think of that i don't know maybe i'm the only person who is sitting there scratching his head about that but i don't know it's not important life is just meaningless everyone will turn to ash and dust and the (laughs) universe will you know fade into a heat death eventually But until that point, we get to have some super great, wonderful optimism here as Charity is introduced once again to the Warhold. I think the main thing that stood out to me for her like intro segment was the footage at her parents' house where we learn her parents have been married for 48 years. How does that work exactly? I mean, they look... I saw a comment someone said they, they look like they're 48 years old. <laughs> right, so. that was my question. Like, are they vampires? Are they, like, some sort of immortal creatures? I don't... I don't know. I mean, they got to be at least 68 years old then, you and would they, think. And they, so they did really say 48, because that's what yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, they do, not, they do not look like that. At all. I'm not going to look like that when I'm that age. <laughs> when you like fold it in half. How do you... I mean, unless like I guess maybe they got married pretty much on the like very young side. But even then... Probably. I mean, Charity is the youngest, right? That's what she said, so... I think so? Yeah, she's got older siblings. 
but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes people get get married pretty young. It makes anniversaries like that easier in terms of logistics of still being alive. But uh, yeah, that was that was a, an interesting little tidbit to hear. Um, and once again, in case people have forgotten, she is from Columbus, Georgia, which is real happening place. I believe when we saw Columbus last, she was line dancing, wasn't she? At some bar, I believe. That's, oh, it's Zach. That's, uh, that's what we got <laughs> to see there. Um, also, I guess since it's going to come up, I mean, it came up later in this episode, but I'm sure it's going to come up in the future as well. Just mention, of course, that she has all this pain from being in that, what was that, I think, six-year-long relationship where she was cheated on, like, repeatedly, which is not great. A little bit of trauma and emotional damage from that, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, there you go. Ta-da! Yeah, we basically went straight into the limo entrances. Mm -hmm. Which, I have to say, I am just so glad, so happy that Jesse could stand there and tell us that there will be 25 men. It really, I feel like, tied the episode together in a way that just it wouldn't have been as satisfying without him you know <laughs> i mean he has an important job to do he has to tell us what we already know mm -hmm. i i remain just incredibly mean about that i think that was and i know i know like it's the job description right and it's not an easy thing at all but i i will never get tired of crapping on that because it's just so funny to me because externally regardless of all the stuff that happens behind the scene as he you know pulls his little mini chris harrison strings what we see is just very anticlimactic and then I also, um, I was so optimistic for a short, sweet moment that we wouldn't have to sit through all of those like welcome packets for all of the <laughs> contestants. I was like, oh, we're, we're here. There are 25 men. Thank you, Jesse. You know, it's raining. And then we get into it. But no, we got to see... The important ones, at least. I feel like mixing them in to the limo entrances made them more tolerable because we didn't have to sit through, like, a block of, like, eight of them. Yes, that may be the first good decision the producers have made in quite some time, to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, Yeah, I think so. If we wade through all of the previous terrible decisions... This was actually not the worst of them. I also always, uh, I just find it very humorous whenever guys kind of get the short end of the stick. It's like you get all this footage of whomever in their home environment and they're doing all their things. They're like, yeah, I'm this person. I'm so great, wonderful. And it's, it's like you get one and a half seconds. of It's like flash. The other guy's just gone you're like hmm oh you mean the montage yeah, guys exactly so you just when you get montaged it's not great no it's over for you for you exactly uh and it's just the absolute contrast between the two always cracks me up so let's get let's get into these smoking hot studs shall we so Aaron B is first out. He had the lucky coin, mm -hmm. which, which we all know is two-headed. Mm -hmm. Yes, because 
Oh, if it lands on this side, I'll just leave. Oh, and then if it lands on this side, I'll go inside and we'll be happy. Oh wow, it went on the right on the correct side. <laughs> Who knew? Also, I I felt a little mean for this too, but it's like likes music and photography. I was like, ooh, so exciting, so original, yay. Like, great hobbies, but still. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most of these limo entrances were pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I I wrote lame on a lot of them. Yeah, that too, I mean, we didn't have like any crazy costumes or like people riding in on a donkey or whatever. Yeah, like, I wonder. I wonder if the rain contributed to that at all. If they had yeah. to kind of be more self-contained because of that. I honestly don't mind though, because I don't know the the spectacle of that doesn't do a whole lot for me. No, so, it's just something to spice up the first episode. Right, right, because we all know first episodes are generally pretty just, you know, they're just, there's not much there because we just have to, we have to find out who these people are and start hopefully remembering some of them. And that's pretty much the point of this episode. That's it. So... They feel like they have to add some spice to it, but I don't necessarily agree with that. Just like, get it over. Why can't we have the first episode of the season be an hour and not sit through all of this? <laughs> we have to introduce everybody. I know. I, and I, I'm, always, I'm always advocating for shorter episodes. <laughs> always. Um, did, you like, uh, did you like Josh? Um, he was the one who like grabbed her hand and like held it or something and made a promise. Yeah, I said lame. It was pretty yeah, it was cheesy. Yeah. Uh we had Joey. From Hawaii. Very very exciting, I have to say. I mean it's a heartthrob living in Hawaii teaching pro tennis. I mean Yeah, that was pretty unique for the bachelor, I'd say. I mean that's gotta that's gotta excite charity a little bit. I would think so. He brought her a flower. Mm -hmm. the... Yes, a special Hawaiian flower. Is that the one where you switch mm -hmm. to the other side? Yes, yeah. yes. Basically, uh, if you are single, you put it above, I believe, the left ear, he said. And then if you are not single, you put it above your right ear. And so he's hoping that... Before too long, it'll be over her right ear, and it will be because of him. Guess we'll see. Next is Warwick. He gave her a one-way ticket to Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> I, know, I, thought, I thought that was so funny. So, uh, according to you, there's been some buzz about him online because people think he, think he's hot. Yeah, I mean, when they first released, like, The Men, like, months ago, he got a lot of comments, oh, There was comments, a lot, a lot of thirst. Okay, interesting. Because I, I did not have that impression, personally. Like, he's a good-looking guy. I I do wonder if he is potentially too young or young-seeming, but he seemed very nice. I just... <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean no offense to ohio but like as your as your as your intro you are handing this woman a one-way ticket to ohio which i know i know right it's a it's a it's a reference to like his parents met on on a plane and it's it's all wonderful and everything i just i don't like it wasn't even like a recognizable city in Ohio either. No, it's like it's it's tiny. It's like it's got to be an hour, two hours outside of Cincinnati. Like it's not a whole lot going on, I would imagine. So maybe should have given her a round trip. That way, 
she, she can, changes her she, mind. Well, no, she, she can visit your family, and then you guys get to leave. Uh, but I'm I'm making too much of a big deal about that. I just I was cracking up a little bit. Oh, here you go. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, then we have who Xavier? Yes, has a doctorate in biochemistry. Or I think he was work currently in progress, but still a lot of a lot of smart, like highly educated people. Yeah, on I noticed this, that on this season, which is uh, I personally like seeing that. You know, I like I like having a wide variety of non airheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also knits. Yeah, likes knitting. Playing the ukulele. Um, Multifaceted yeah. person. I think that was funny. He's like, yeah, when I'm not when I'm not in the lab, do, 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 I'm knitting. <laughs> Just great. Um, that's a, it's a wonderful hobby. And of course, he is absolutely jacked and shredded like everybody else. Well, yes. Have there, to be. There's never a shortage of visible abs. And also a lot of tall men this mm-hmm. season. Yes a lot of extreme height mm-hmm. so boy caleb a is next yeah another another smarty pants uh a resident so on his way to becoming a fully fledged doctor yeah but i don't remember what oh he had the stethoscope yeah where you listen to art i mean generic cool but also a uh, heart beating on the nose <laughs> uh, then yeah. next was Khaled I think um is that, is that how you say his name but I mean he got eliminated so well I said lame so obviously <laughs> no it, it just when your when your pickup line is so painfully obvious and telegraphed that she says the rest of it before you do not great because i guess i guess his name like means eternal or something so and charity is like another word for love i guess so it's like oh together we could be eternal love and like yeah mm, no thank you next nick i didn't write much down for him i don't think I didn't this write is, anything. I think this is part of a montage. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, kind of got stuck there in in limbo a little bit. Next is John Henry, mm-hmm. who's a commercial diver. Yeah, which is cool. I don't necessarily think that he's going to make it very far because, like, commercial divers do not have a very good life expect expectancy. And so, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, I'm sure he's going to survive the season. but like He's another one that got a lot of preseason buzz for his looks. Yeah, I just... So, I think he's a wonderful guy. Okay. Just want to say that. I just... the his, his, line, his pickup line just didn't really land for me. Dive in with you. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> I know, I mean, like, you're a commercial diver, but maybe we can come up with a line that's a little less just hammering you over the head with it. See, I use dive. Get it? I'm a diver. It's like, surely, surely we could come up with something a little bit more sophisticated there. Uh, but that's just my personal preference. I'm obviously not the one getting wooed by all these men, but it's just, you know... I had a little bit of a problem with that. Next is Aaron S., who's a firefighter. Mm. Ladies love firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, lit a candle. Yeah, blew it out. For I'd... some reason. Another on-the-nose <laughs> one. Yeah. Next is Tanner. I didn't catch why he was waving a towel around, but... I, I, th- I think it was along the lines of like this sports thing like the you know you're waving the towel because you're like rooting for the team so it's like he gave her a tanner towel because he wants her to like root for him i guess uh yeah next chris the backflipper oh this guy this guy 
I, I'm sh- there must have been some buzz about him. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's not every day you get a world record holder. I don't think we knew that back then, but oh, okay. I found him entertaining. Yes, world record standing jump. Very impressive feat. Yeah, so you stand there and then you jump really high and flip over. Ta-da! From well, no, you don't flip over in the oh the world jump. record one. <laughs> no, he just flips a lot because you know he's into that sort of stuff. I'm sure he's he probably does some like uh, parkour type related stuff. Uh, you know, people like that are very high energy typically. Um. I thought it was a little, and I know <laughs> I'm being so, so just nitpicky here <laughs> for zero reason, but I just didn't really like that he used the same line in his video package as he did directly to her. I just thought that was a little tacky. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, it was It was the same where he's like, oh, I'm flipping out for you, you know, or whatever. Well, you got to get good use out of it get your money's worth yeah i just surely there could have been a second thing um but yeah he did a he did a flip right there in front of her and uh i'll just take this moment to to note uh, you see the you know the classic guys peering out the window mm-hmm. watching the things <laughs> and because like, i forget who this was um maybe it was nick since I didn't have anything written down for him. Um, but it's like, that guy's doing backflips. Man, I'm in HR. <laughs> <laughs> like a little, perhaps a little less exciting on the surface. Uh, so. <laughs> Next is Brayden, who's only 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, young guy, tra- travel nurse. So, uh it was interesting to me to see how this episode unfolded because my initial observations here was that he he kind of has a, a bit of like a Christopher Reeves like classic Superman looking face. I did see some people mentioning that. I didn't I didn't actually think so, but I did see that. Like that I'm I'm glad some other people thought that because that that is immediately what popped into my brain when I saw him kind of like the sort of the swooshy hair and like the jaw shape and the glasses. Uh, His glasses were bothering me because they were like half like I don't know the rim didn't come down all the way. That's a it's a style. I know, Rimless. but it was, it just, it was bugging me, especially with the like Superman thing. I was like, they needed to like go all the way. Well, but. he's, he's, uh, he's very adventurous. Um, like he wants to ride on a magic carpet, uh, as a, just another example of his adventurousness. But I did say that we'll see if he can avoid self-sabotage. That's what I that's what I wrote hmm. at the very beginning. So I just want to say I'm an amazing bachelor observer. Just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> and very humble. Um, yes. Next <sighs> is Spencer. <laughs> I just Spencer is terrified. <laughs> I mean, he certainly looked terrified. I what I I need I need your assessment here. I need I need your uh, professional opinion. Like what what is happening here? I just the whole thing was like so awkward was and very, cringy. Very awkward. Yeah, I it was hard to watch. But also very funny to me. <laughs> you have a way higher higher tolerance for cringe than I do. It makes me way, yeah, more, way find, more uncomfortable. I find cringe on TV just so captivating. Like you can't look away. And then he he thinks they had a spark. Do do you agree with that? No, it seemed like Charity was like 
actively in the moment trying to figure out, okay, like, how do I respond to this? What do I say? Uh, even just his ITMs throughout the episode was bizarre. Like, <laughs> what? I saw there was a lot of speculation. People were people were like diagnosing him on the internet, which is always a dangerous thing to do. Oh boy! So like, a, I don't like know. being on some sort of spectrum or something. Yes. Like, uh, well, people do love to be armchair psychologists. Yeah, with no medical training whatsoever. No, no, no. no. But no medical training and a, a, a minute of television footage yeah which we're seeing that's highly edited and cherry handpicked or whatever so who knows what his actual personality is like but what they showed hopefully 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 not not awkward (laughs) i hope that that was the non-charitable edit oh man that was that was hard for me (laughs) next is caleb b we have there's so many caleb's there's like at least three yeah there's even a caleb with a k yes oh uh, but yeah, Caleb with a C and a B uh, is a pro wrestler. He's also only 24. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he the one that had the like, kind of longish hair? Yeah, okay. yeah, cowboy hat. He's kind the of weird, like... The weird suit jacket with the like... Oh, yeah, he's a wrestler. You got to have, uh, you gotta have a style. Um, I guess in wrestling, he plays a bit of a butthole. But he's not like that in real life. He promises. Yes, it's a character. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, that's pro wrestling yeah. for you. Characters all the live long day. Um, he kind of seemed like... Uh, what is his name? What's his face? Jacob with a chin. Oh, from Paradise <laughs> yes. last season? Yes. Caleb. Yeah, I could see Caleb that. is Jacob with a chin. But hopefully also, like, more common sense, just in general, <laughs> as well. Um, that Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me think about Jacob again. That was so ridiculous. Um, Joe, what about Joe? I wrote literally nothing. Same. All right, let's move <laughs> on then to Caleb K., who I just wrote tall. <laughs> I just wrote construction sales. <laughs> all right next is adrian who's a realtor yeah we have a lot of a lot of tall men here uh so many tall men um yeah adrian uh we have james who's an attorney uh peter the airplane pilot which is like lord have mercy like not another peter airplane pi- pilot yeah his right? like, like instagram name was something like pilot pete yeah, is very no, similar to the no, other pilot we pete. don't need that no, well, he got sent home. I think. Thank goodness. Michael gave her a bracelet. Yeah, a charm, a charm bracelet. Uh, very, very bougie. Some bo- like bougie. Like he's a yacht captain. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, Taylor mm. took a no. selfie about no. meeting their future, like. A selfie for their future kids about was, meeting was mom like a, for the first home, time. It was a home video. He had like a <laughs> GoPro on on a like a monopod, like a freaking YouTube vlogger. He had to do something unique, I suppose. Didn't like it. Did not. A little cringe. Like it. Yeah. Oh, hey, kids. I'm meeting your mom for the first time. Wow. A little presumptuous. And she's too. like. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Sean, who made a donation to charity. I actually liked that pun. Yeah, I thought that, that that was probably the best one we've seen in a while. Um, With the giant check, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big old, big old check. He wanted to uh, make a donation to charity. I Yeah, see, like. Why can't we have more of that? Like, it's, you know, it's obvious in terms of, like, the pun that you're making, but it's still a little bit more it's a little sophisticated, clever. Yeah. a little bit more clever. Um, it's not just so, like, oh, I am strong man, and I make strong joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Anyway. <laughs> Next is John who brought fortune cookies. Yeah, fortune cookie because he's a bit Asian, a bit American. That was the, the joke he was making, I guess. Um, Which, I mean, I guess since he is, he can make that joke. But I thought yeah. that was a little risky given the general racial attitudes on this show but you know we'll see and how that goes finally Dotton is the <laughs> last guy the last one at last had uh, quite a bit of swag to him I noticed I just <laughs> I thought I don't know I didn't know I didn't know what to make of it because he was so we're seeing his footage and everything and he's like yeah so literally everyone says I'm the coolest person ever. But like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean I think I missed that line. I I mean I'm that's not verbatim, but the, that was the the effect. I just I was a little bit skeptical of of that. Like if I were to sit here and tell all of you Hey, yeah, so every single person I've ever met has told me that I was the kindest person they've ever met. But, like, I'm just a normal person. Like, would you believe me at all? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It's a little presumptuous to say, I uh, guess. Interesting, uh, interesting person, though. Um, I'm not entirely sure what integrative medical consultant means or is exactly but i got the impression maybe it has to do with like uh, figuring out how to like get medical care to underserved populations communities perhaps um but that's a very generous uh generous just assumption um very long name though and he was what born in in Nigeria and came to the states when he was like four. Am yep. I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I wrote down born in Nigeria. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. So that was that's that's all of them. And but before we move on from him, the other thing that kind of contributed to the sort of little bit of weird feeling I had too was he was like, yeah, I like I could. I could totally fall in love with her in a short time. Just <laughs> like everybody is gonna say that. Well, yeah, <laughs> that is not that's not a huge uh, bombshell of information, like perhaps you think it is. And then, of course, Charity feels like her husband could be here tonight. Well, she can't say no. I know. To that. Like, can you can you imagine how, like having a lead up there and they're like, I just don't know if any of these guys have what it takes. <laughs> like just well, just one season. I want someone to say that. No, like you know, to be honest, Jesse, I wasn't very impressed. <laughs> Could we like re-roll here and send out another twenty-five? No, they're 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 gonna just exude the most happy positivity that you could ever imagine. <laughs> so it's now time for Nehemiah to Please. show up. This was, I mean, they started so strong with the mixing the welcome packets in with the entrances, and then they went here. Well, they needed something. To spice up the episode. Well, what, everyone keeps talking spice, 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 spice. What? What? What's the need for the spice? Otherwise, there's no drama and Man. people are bored. So you got to do something, I mean, and this is what they picked. <laughs> I they I, gave him. I wish they hadn't. A objectively terrible disguise. Yes. Well, we. we sh I guess we should give a little bit of background because first of all. Jesse pumps this up of like uh, we're bringing in another guy that 
you you know and she's freaking out like what what who is it is is zach unsatisfied with his his fiance has he left her to come back to my season like what is happening i think she thought it was an ex maybe I'm i'm sure but then of course the limo pulls up and out pops nehemiah which i mean nice guy but they really they really i i just i i I thought it was a little unnecessary personally and they so they didn't tell her what he was doing he just like popped up like i am here to support you great and then leaves and then leaves and then yeah jesse says what an amazing moment that was. <laughs> and then asked her, what was that like? I, I laughed so my, hard when he asked that. My, my note for that was, this is not an amazing moment, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he basically answered the question he asked her. It was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, back to, back to Nehemiah. Unbeknownst to Charity, they are sending him undercover he's going to be the undercover brother uh, and he puts on this very fake curly wig because he is clean shaven bald and a fake mustache and then like a fedora on top of the fake wig wig. why Why? and the wig didn't even look like that's the hair he would have grown out of his <laughs> right, head. Right. Like it right, was exactly. I just yeah, why the, didn't you do it right? It wasn't a it wasn't a very high quality wig. No. For sure. The mustache looked fake too. Yeah, it was just it was yeah. Like you had a good idea. You could have done it a lot better. You could have had him like mixed in with the guys, like one of them. Well, I thought that I thought that's what they were going to do at first. But I feel like that could potentially be more awkward because I think part of it is they didn't want her to know he was there, like watching. I guess. I guess so. Um, but also, like, how? Oh, well, are you gonna are you gonna kiss her? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess Charity also during the course of the evening never walked over to where the bar was. I, I guess him. I so I. Do they kind of keep keep the lead separate for the most part and basically just be like, okay, who does she want to talk to next and have a producer running and grab them or something versus like letting yeah, the lead I don't know. continue to go in there? I feel I feel like that must be... I don't know if maybe the rain like limited the spots they were like at during the evening. But... Well, well, that's possible as well. I just... I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm blanking on previous seasons but I feel like it wouldn't be a great idea to let the lead mingle like with the group typically before like the end of the cocktail party I don't does, am I making any sense I, I mean I know you you'll see like the lead walking through the house like grabbing a guy or okay. walking well, to get to somewhere I don't know who but knows who it knows? doesn't really but matter the, 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 the whole point that I've been skirting around is they set him up as one of the bartenders there so that he can eavesdrop on the conversations and ask questions to make sure there aren't any red flags or horrible awful people there trying to date his sister and i feel like this kind of fell flat because he didn't really get any real dirt no, he didn't. The most he got was one guy bragging about kissing her. <laughs> like that yeah. that that was it. Maybe don't quit your day job to be an undercover detective, Nehemiah. But it's also possible that there wasn't much dirt to get anyways. Yeah. Like maybe these guys are wonderful and well adjusted. Yeah, this might have worked better in a different season. Mm-hmm. Yes, there have been previous seasons. With way more dirt bags. Well, I, I say way more dirt bags because as of yet, I don't know how many dirt bags we have. I'm just making a, an assumption. So we did see a few conversations with Charity mm-hmm. and some of the men. We saw Jerry, Charity and Joey. Yeah. 
I, I wanted to ask you about Charity and Joey because, like, they were vibing, they were hugging, but no kiss. Well, it was the first guy she talked to, so. That we know of. It's the first guy they showed us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it concerns me a little bit, given all the smooches that happened later. Uh, We saw James and Charity, his parents sent a note. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. Well, they sent a whole package, which apparently he had not opened previously. Um, But he's like, yeah, like, I brought a package from my parents, you know, because like, Family's really important to you, and of course it is to me as well. Just in case you were wondering, but we have a ton in common here. Um, And yeah, his mother had included a whole freaking letter to Charity. And a whole jug of cider Uh and some donuts. Well, yeah, because they, so they like have an orchard. So that's very much like apple orchard stuff i love i love old-fashioned donuts pair that with some cider mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would have been like, you would have liked you, you, right you would have liked to receive this i yes i i would have canceled the season and just married him right then um what did you think of the letter i i don't know it was it just seemed kind of silly to me. <laughs> kind of silly like just too long and elaborate for a person you don't know. Yeah, but also like, I mean, did she even write it? That's well, my there question. is that too. Because the also the other thing too, I I always, and maybe it's just because I'm kind of a horrible person, and so I never like have much faith in humanity or people in general. But just like, whenever you hear on these shows. Just the fawning that happens is like, oh, yeah, like, I wasn't really into the franchise, but then, like, I happened to see Zach's season, and, like, I just loved you so much, and it made me a fan of the show, like, all this, like... It's, it's that's too not, over the that's, top. That's not true. That is not true in the slightest. Um, but they did kind of... Did no, no kissing, but they sort of lady in the tramped one of those donuts the show loves doing that where you have people eat from the same food item at the same time trying to slobber each other's faces show loves that we did see xavier and charity making out though Uh well yeah because he's just blown away by her beauty and so I would say the real reason the kissing time happened was because we got to have a classic vulnerability and honesty conversation. And he made sure to assure her that he's all about vulnerability and honesty. And those are some of the most central tenets of this show. And so it was kissing time. First kisses of the season. Woo. Yeah, at some point, Jesse brought out the first impression rose. We also saw the guys doing flips. Uh, yes, well, so that the, the, the arrival of the first impression rose is, if editing is to be believed, the, sort of the cue for ridiculousness because there's a first impression rose and so we must sort of uh, joust amongst ourselves in order to try to obtain it so we had i mean we had uh, all sorts of stuff we had uh flips i think chris did a few too many flips that's what got him sent home (laughs) (laughs) really that's i feel like the one he did all the limo okay you've impressed her there was no need to 
Well, so then, doing then the wrestler started uh, started doing flips at the same time there. Uh, there was some uh, some wrestling as he picked up some people and threw them around. Uh, we had, I forget who that was, but somebody, uh, maybe, the, maybe the firefighter? Who uh, they like sprayed rubber ducks off the table. Um, I really, I don't remember who oh. that was. But, <laughs> I just uh, remembered that. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. You also, uh, we, I didn't mention that uh, right before the first impression rose, we had another little Nehemiah segment as he's doing his eavesdropping and like questioning people to try to find any bad eggs. Um, he's like, yeah, so I, I estimate 10 to 12 guys want to kiss Charity. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just, yeah, it just fell flat. Uh, yeah. And I think, uh, I think John got a little bit of time with her and got some kisses too. Yeah. So. She also had another conversation with Spencer. Yeah, which where uh, we learn he has a son. Uh, wow, he's so different and unique. Nobody's ever had a child on the program before. Nobody's been a parent ever. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of like more awkward facial expressions and pauses and right. it's a strange conversation. Yeah, and like she responds yeah she responds fine you could tell she wasn't wanting to i think become a parent immediately but well not a parent with him (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know his whole vibe feels so weird and off to me (laughs) yeah it's it's strange for sure uh yeah Mm -hmm. we also Mm -hmm. saw aaron b playing the piano they yes, kiss. Yes, serenading her. <laughs> Women love being serenaded, or so I've been told, at least. <laughs> oh man! Then she, she chats with Brayden. Eh, well, <clears throat> uh, well. Don't forget to mention that someone did. Uh, did ask Nehemiah if it was a fake mustache. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> he was like starting to get worried. <laughs> this guy should have been so it's much like, better. That is, yes, that is very obviously a fake mustache. <laughs> I was cracking up at that. Um, yeah, so Brayden, this is, this is just the peak drama for this episode. This is all we got. Because Brayden gets to have a conversation with her, him and his stupid sexy face, uh, opening up about getting cheated on, like he mentioned in his intro packet. Uh, and yeah, Charity Charity is a fan of yep. him and his mouth. <laughs> and then Brayden has to... Spend maybe a little too much time talking about the kissing in front of Nehemiah and some of the other guys. I I mean, I guess I know we like, and we'll talk about this, but we we know what Nehemiah's opinion of this was. But like, what what do you think? Like, can like do you blame him? Can you blame him? Like, I mean, I feel like he he like just said it a little bit too much yeah it's not smart like you have to know what the other guys are going to think when you say stuff like that yeah it's definitely not smart to do but also like he's very young and it was a lot of making out it just went on forever (laughs) this it was like the longest individual segment of this entire episode was just them making out and it would cut away and i would think it would finally be over and it would not be over and just it just went on and on i mean i like everyone else was like seeing what was going on like it was just it was a whole thing so i don't entirely blame him for getting ahead of himself here even though it's not a great way to play the game 
as we've sort of seen in similar situations in the past of just like you kind of want to keep yourself under the radar a little bit in some of these mm-hmm. things um and yeah in front of nehemiah too very excited about it yeah so it's not time for nehemiah to get rid of his disguise in front of the guys which i enjoyed very much everybody was shocked yeah, like, <gasps> <gasps> So then he chats. Yeah, a couple of people went like, I knew something was off about you. I mean, it would make sense. His disguise was not great. Very terrible. <laughs> so then he chats with Charity, tells her about Brayden. So then Charity immediately pulls Brayden. Yeah, it's always, oh, I, I, I find it so freaking funny whenever in these circumstances you have the lead or even jesse being like yeah so this terrible thing has happened and people are very happy i'm very unhappy and we're not going to name any names but like somebody is in deep doo-doo and then the lead's like hey brad (laughs) Can we have some time? <laughs> it's like, okay. why, why, why this subterfuge? <laughs> like, it's so obvious. <laughs> it really yeah. should, uh, in one of these times, have the lead pull somebody or at least or a couple people who are fully and utterly unrelated to what has gone down, and just like take them away for a little conversation. That would be funny to me personally. So, keep, just to keep everyone on their toes yeah exactly because oh yeah hmm, there have been some potential red flags let's go talk about those red flags brayden even though not naming any names so brayden basically like just says he felt giddy wasn't trying to brag and i guess charity believed him enough to step away and come back well yeah she give him she, the... she stepped away she's like i need a minute i mean you need a minute to think as he's sitting there just (laughs) pooping himself for five minutes straight uh and yeah she comes back with the first impression rose which was surprising to me really based on what her brother said i thought she would have given it to somebody else but yeah i just i feel like charity is fairly level-headed and i just i don't think nehemiah's report had anything of substance to it yeah i mean it was the best he could come up with right i'm look i'm not faulting his detective work i'm just saying like even his concerns about nehemiah like those are very very explainable and even understandable within the context of Mm -hmm. what's going on that's like sure maybe if he has a history of that in the show and he's like sharing further things you know maybe we'll kick him out later because of oversharing but in this particular case i i I didn't think that it warranted yeah it was the best the producers could do for anything so i mean i i thought it was a little mean of her to do that especially since it's Based on what she said, it seemed like she, like even before the conversation with Nehemiah, that she had kind of decided to give him the first impression rose. So (laughs) to mess with him like that is a little mean in my opinion. But I'm sure the producers probably made her do that as well. So yeah, for sure. You know, but I mean, I'm, I'm overall, I'm not surprised that she gave him the first impression rose because Again, that stupid, sexy Christopher Reeves Superman face. Plus, you know, he has a little stud in his ear, so it's like modern sexy too, not just throwback <laughs> sexy. Even if he could use a little uh, more heft to his Clark Kent glasses. So, 
I'm not I'm not particularly surprised by that outcome, to be honest with you. Uh, so let's talk about the rose ceremony. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, I just, yeah, it's just a list of to, names. I need to know who went home. I the backflip guy went home. We showed that was Chris. They showed a couple other people. She hugged, and we didn't even see the rest of the people who got sent <laughs> home. So how many? do we have left then i don't remember how many went home christy is currently counting on all no of her i'm not even gonna toes. bother you're not gonna bother <laughs> no you're not, it doesn't matter we need we need the information <laughs> you're gonna withhold this we started us? with 25 i'm guessing there's like 19 left probably okay i mean it that's a is a good estimate I guess we'll see next week Eight. as I... Looks like 18 or 19. Yeah. As I always say, my care for these people is always incredibly low at the beginning because it's just not worth the effort to learn their names at the beginning. No, especially when there's a big cut the first night. In a couple weeks, I'll consider it. <laughs> now, of course, I'm never going to forget Brayden. The rest of them. Yeah, Braden and Spencer are the two names we know. Yeah, and hopefully we won't know Spencer for much longer. <laughs> because that's something that I didn't mention from before the rose ceremony. Well, actually, I guess it was during the rose ceremony. Was, like, they keep showing him, and he's just so emotionally distraught, talking about, like, he needs the validation that he's a good person and all of this oh for getting a rose. Like, wh what in tar freaking nation is going on here? Like, he's like tears flowing down his face. <sighs> yeah, that's a bit much for night uh, one. <laughs> like, like, come back with those tears. We like, had to get it together. Like, like if you're if you're down to you know top six, okay, you can bust out bust out those tears. But like, I don't, I don't like where this is heading. <laughs> already, I don't. He made it through. I'm sure because of how weird and awkward he was. He like is perfect for the producers. But man. <laughs> Am I going to be so uncomfortable? I really hope that uh, that either he shapes up or he goes home. Because, yeah, I don't know. I just thought he kind of had a weird face, too. <laughs> you think everyone has a weird I face? Do. <laughs> I do. I, I don't like most people's faces. <laughs> that's, that's a serious problem for you, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. It's it's a very, very serious problem. I want to talk about the podcast drama that's going on at the moment. Oh, you talking about Happy Hour? Yes, yeah, so mm. Bachelor Happy Hour has been airing like reruns for the past like two months, just like old episodes. And then comes the news a couple of days ago that, well, I guess Becca started it on her Instagram story. I guess someone asked, like, is the show coming back? And she said, it's time to move on to other things. So then people thought, oh, like, Bachelor Happy Hour is going away. Because for, I mean, hasn't it been years at this point with Becca and what's-her-face? It's been years for Becca. Michelle joined a little bit later. Oh, that's right. They they replaced They've had a lot of toner turnover on that show. It Somebody. started with Rachel Lindsay and Allie Fedotowski. Okay. Mano, I guess. And then Till. Then Allie left. And then Becca joined. Or no, maybe Tasha. Remember Tasha was part of it for a while. Anyway. But the idea is that it's just you know, a, a hype builder slash cash cow for ABC, I would imagine. Yeah, and so it seems they have replaced both Becca and Michelle with Joe and Serena without them getting to say goodbye or anything. And Thomas, Becca's fiancé, I guess, is, like, talking about not happy with things behind the scenes. and Boy. So. Unceremoniously pushed out, huh? 
Yes, and replaced with the guy she sent home on her season on night one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grocery store, Joe, not garbage, Joe. Yes, grocery store. Huh. That is a little funky. And also, the podcast is now under iHeartRadio, where it wasn't before. So I don't know if that's also a part of the change, like iHeart just changing up the hosts as well. <sighs> iHeart gobbles up everything. That they can get their yeah, hands on. Yeah, it's the same network Chris Harrison's podcast is under as well. Mm. Yeah, is that still a thing? I just... It's still going. Is Have you listened to it at all? Is this super boring? It just feels... I've listened to, like, a few clips if there's something interesting, but otherwise, I It no. just... I haven't listened to it. But I just get the feeling that it would be pretty boring most of the time. Yeah, because he can't really talk about what we all want him to talk about. So it's like, what's the point? Well, that's what you want him to talk about. He has many other loyal fans, I'm sure, that don't care about all of that and just want to hear from their their boy, that's Chris Harrison. So, you know, you're not the only person in this world, okay? <laughs> Other people care about different things. <laughs> huh. That's that's funky. I mean, yeah. Click, clickbait is also done, it seems, because that's what Joe was co-hosting. Who was the other host of that? Uh, well, lately, they've had like a whole revolving cast of past contestants co-hosting with him. It used to be Tasha and Natasha, I think, or Natasha and somebody else, but Natasha pieced out. A few months back, also talking about stuff behind the scenes so that I she guess, wasn't allowed to say. I guess they're doing a restructuring of their podcast entertainment products. Yeah, it's also like a little suspicious that like all these like people of color are the ones that are like dipping out, talking about stuff they can't mention behind the scenes, which is a little suspicious. Oh boy. Because that's now Rachel, Tasha, Michelle, Natasha, and now Thomas. <laughs> like, what is going on? Uh, I'm sure that ABC and Associated Companies have fully worked through any racial discrimination issues they may or may not allegedly have had. I don't know. I don't remember when, if this happened, like, after Zach's season with the whole Mike Fleiss thing. Yeah, I think that was, like, the end of his season, pretty much. Yeah, so just a lot of changes going on behind the scenes. Hmm. I guess uh, we'll see what the situation is when the dust settles, uh, if they're trying to maybe consolidate things go in a different direction see yeah. what's happening because because clickbait as well was like a official podcast too right yeah as well as talking it out that one with so how many podcasts do they need i mean really only one you would think <laughs> but because like are do they have different focuses or something like or is it just it's just i think clickbait was more of like Supposed to be like ooh clickbaity headlines. Let's talk about okay, stuff so, going on so in like, pop culture, but uh, oh, so less about the actual franchise and more people from the franchise talking about pop culture. I think that's kind of how it started, but I feel like it just became an interview place for contestants, just like happy hour. Okay, yeah. So I guess uh, they needed to figure some crap out fun real mm. wonderful i guess we'll uh see when the ndas expire what really happened maybe or more likely we we'll may never know totally forgotten and not care anymore at that point there are just so many things to care about that it's hard to keep track of them all so I 
do not have a kiss count for this episode. I will update you all next episode with everything. So Sounds good. Sorry to be such a massive disappointment here as we kick off this this new season. I disappoint myself as well. So, Christy, how can people find your wonderful social media posts? You can follow us at Group Dates Podcast on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are both highly involved in social media all the time. Now, Christy is a wonderful social media manager. She goes to corners of the internet I cannot even fathom the existence of. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And sees so many horrible things in pursuit of her little nuggets. So thank you for that. Thank you that I do not have to do that. Because I would probably die. And really, that's that's it. We're finally going to be back this week with the last episode for Married at First Sight. It's been so boring, so boring, that we have waited until the very end to recap, at this point, what must be the past like month worth of episodes, because nothing has happened. And yeah, it's really a reunion recap with a tiny bit nothing of... Nothing has been interesting. Yeah. So I really can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm actually looking forward to this season of The Bachelorette because I need something that's at least slightly interesting. I need to cleanse my palate so bad. I need... <laughs> something that I can stay awake watching. And so hopefully charity season will be just the ticket.